Anything you're about to hear on this episode should not be considered as trading advice. These are our opinions and the opinions of our contributors only. As always, do your own research, chart your own technicals, place your stops, and always trade responsibly. Welcome to the second episode of Crypto Conversations. Uh, my name is Simon Dell, and with me again is my co-host, Harvey Jones. Welcome. Good evening. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Good. Well, we made it past one episode, so um, I guess we must be doing something right to have made it to number two. So... Um, yeah, onwards and upwards. Now, before we crack into uh, the subject of this episode, uh, a couple of things to note. Um, if you want to get involved with the conversation, there is a Facebook um, group called Crypto Conversations. Um, so you can come and find us there and, and uh, ask to join and we'll let you in. The second thing is uh, me and Harvey are doing this for free. Our... Um, our trusty sound engineer um, unfortunately does require paying as much as I uh, keep begging him to do these things for free. Um, <laughs> I do actually eventually have to pay him. So uh, in the show notes will be donation addresses for a number of coins. So if you can go and donate us even a little small bit, that would be fantastic. The final thing before we kick off tonight as well is if you get an opportunity to rate us, rank us, and review us in iTunes, which is where we are now listed, um, that would be fantastic. Uh, the more reviews we get, the more rankings we get, the um, uh, the more we'll appear, and uh, the more frequently we'll be able to do this. And that's good for everyone, isn't it, Harvey? Oh, well, yeah. Hopefully, as long as they keep being all right. Yes, yes. Well... On that note, um, just to, for those who haven't listened before, the um, the format of this is that basically I don't know a great deal about cryptocurrencies and Harvey knows a fair bit about cryptocurrencies. <laughs> and Harvey's going to teach us, aren't you, Harvey? I'm going to try. <laughs> and what are you going to teach us about tonight? Okay, so I thought today we could have a look at a coin called Enigma. Um, right. which is there is actually two enigmas so just to clarify it's the one with the ticker eng um so yeah there is just another one that pops up but it's got a different ticker so yeah this is the okay. one you want to look at if you're going to check right. it out so do you want to give us the basics uh the uh, the basic numbers to start with yeah so with this coin so i'm always a bit of a fan of coins that are on kind of the lower supply side so this one's got a total supply of 150 million um of which just under 70 75 million are still uh, currently in circulation um which puts it at 90th on coin market cap um however one thing i do want to point out it is listed on most of the major exchanges so you've got it on hit btc you've got it on binance you've got it on bitrex um okx pretty much all of the main ones it's on there um, so it is actually, nice and easily Australia, accessible if you're in Australia I think it's on uh, CoinSpot as well actually uh, I think it might be yeah I don't mm -hmm. use CoinSpot but yeah I think it probably is they've got a pretty good selection yeah. as well 
Um, and then, yeah, as we said on the last podcast, we are going to try and do everything in US dollars just to confuse everyone. Um, so the current price at the moment is $2.85. Um, I guess the only thing I wanted to touch on, some people have forecast this coin could potentially get to around sort of $280 a coin. Um, a gent on Twitter that I follow seemed pretty pretty keen on that. Um, the main reason is essentially it's quite similar to another coin you've probably heard of called Icon, which is a Korean coin. What's, um, the, what's the ticker for that one? I I, uh, I think it's ICX, I think. Oh, whilst you're talking, I'll have a look. Yeah, so basically it's quite similar in the fact that they're both data marketplaces. Um, that one's currently sitting at, sitting at 22nd. Um, on coin market cap. So it has got a fair bit more of the market at this point. Um, however, that one does have a total supply of 400 million. So it's quite a lot of tokens. It's over double the amount that this one has, which obviously bodes well for this one because if they're supposed to be in a similar sort of ballpark, this one's obviously going to be um, a fair bit higher than that one in terms of its price because there's less than half the amount of coins. Just, or sorry, more than I that. I just want to interrupt yeah, and take you back to a point that you made. Um, because we all love to follow random people on Twitter who tell us how much things actually should um, reach. Um, did he give any? Um, did he give any explanation as to why he thought it should reach two hundred and eighty dollars eventually? Uh, it was mainly based on the fact that, in his opinion, it should be very similar to Icon. Right. Okay. Um, so he's sort of basing it off what Icon's currently doing. Um, which, um, having a look at it, they do aim to do similar things, which we'll obviously, obviously get into mm. in a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically. It, it's kind of he viewed it undervalued at this point because um, obviously if it's got that potential, um, it should be worth a fair bit more a coin. So I mean that's a fair that's a fair jump from um, what two dollars eighty five now to two hundred eighty dollars. That's um, you know, yeah. That's, he didn't exactly. I mean, you'd probably be looking at a couple of years to get right, to that point. Fair, well, fair enough. Um, like, you know, we're not expecting that it, sort of yeah, six months are we? It has been higher than it is now. Like once again, when I bought it. So, um, yeah, it's currently sitting at about half what I bought it at. So, story of my portfolio, um, mate. Story of my portfolio. Pretty much everyone's at the moment. I think <laughs> yeah. it's been an absolute bloodbath the last couple of days, but yeah. uh, there we are. So, give us a bit of a give us a bit of breakdown exactly what the um, what the coin does or what it is, because I've I've obviously I've looked at it and I have to say it seems a fairly impressive group of people behind it um a lot of mit graduates and uh mit money in there as well by the looks of it um yeah i mean yeah i mean we use the term mit graduates it probably should be pointed out that they graduated a while ago <laughs> yeah. um yeah like the the ceo in charge of it's got about 10 years experience in in the space he works very closely with one of the gents who i think teaches the crypto kind of security side of things at MIT. Right, okay. um, so he's one of the advisors as well that's on the board um, and that he's sort of his personal mentor. So I was listening to an Ask Me Anything they did the other day um, and he talked about how they've got a strong connection and he's very vested in the project, which I would say bodes quite well for yeah. it. Um, in terms of what it is, so what they kind of, I guess, I guess advertise themselves as um, is essentially it's a data marketplace. Um, but what they what they are is they're a second tier solution. So they're designed to work with other blockchains, but off the chain. Um, the main reason for that is essentially what they'll do is they'll do a lot of the data com computations on their chain, which is separate. 
um, which then frees up a lot more space for the main chain and makes it a lot quicker because um, they don't have to store as much information per block on the main chains. So the idea behind it is to put these second tier solutions in. Um, it's like with Bitcoin, how they want to implement the Lightning Network. It's a second tier solution to fix the previous problems that um, a lot of the cryptocurrencies have because obviously now that they're getting a lot larger, um, they're struggling to scale. So one of the main main things this wants to look at is solving the scalability problem for other projects, um, which is obviously always um, something that's good because it'll it's something that's always going to be necessary um, if it attaches itself to one of the right. larger okay. coins. Okay, so, so. Uh, I, I, I was reading on Reddit earlier on that some people have been going around describing this as a a more private version of Ethereum, but that's that's definitely not what it is, is it? It works with... Uh, I mean, that's kind of the other aspect to it. So the two main things it's solving is scalability is one and privacy is another. So one of, I guess, the main barriers to entry you've got is the blockchain's great and everything in that it's an immutable ledger of transactions. Everyone can go on and view it. The issue you've got is people's medical records, financial information, that sort of thing. You don't necessarily want people to be able to go on yeah. and see what you've got in your bank account. Um, so it does sort of create a barrier there. In fact, just in the fact that there's so many reasons why it's good, that's also a lot of reasons why certain industries wouldn't necessarily be able to implement it at this stage because of data privacy and that sort of thing. Um, what Enigma have done, which I think is something that's probably a bit of a game changer, um, they've brought out something called, they're dubbing it as secret contracts, but essentially it's a smart contract where all the information is computated on their chain. And although they verify the, the data and everything like that, it doesn't actually, they don't get visibility on on what's in the information, they're just verifying the transactions. So um, it works off proof of stake like a lot of the coins are these days. Um, so people running those master nodes will be computing that information um, in order to get it into blocks, get it on the chain. Um, but basically, they don't actually see the information that's in there, um, which enables them to basically store private information on, on their basically their blockchain so what they're aiming to do is be a data marketplace so essentially your financial institutions um your yeah. healthcare, that sort of thing they will store their information on on enigma because it's decentralized it obviously all the benefits of it can't really be hacked and that sort of thing um so basically they'll be able to store all their data privately on on the on Enigma's chain, and then what they'll do is um, they can then decide what they do with it. So if they want to sell certain information to people, they can do it that way. So they'll be able to transact with other people and basically give that data to them. So it's like a data marketplace, but it's designed to have a private aspect to it. So you can store sensitive information on there um, in a safe and secure environment, but at the same time, you're not broadcasting right. to everyone what that information is. Um, so it's basically a really good storage solution for people that want to store medical records, financial information, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then it can then really target what they're doing with it as well. Um, so obviously with your marketing background that you've got, you could probably see the benefits there of being able to target more directly what, what information you're giving to what people, um, in order to obviously massively reduce down the overheads you've got for for who you're trying to push so your products to just, and that sort of thing. So. Just taking a step back there. So um, uh, just looking at the price now, um, it just, interestingly for me, it doesn't seem to be following a, it doesn't seem to be following the same sort of pattern that a lot of the other outs have, you know, and, and mimicking the Bitcoin pattern. 
it seems to have it a little bit of its a movement of its own there. Is that what you you see in there? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you can see at the moment it's it's in a yeah. downtrend, <laughs> as is everything. So, but, yes. but it's yeah. So, I mean, looking at just kind of, I guess, over the last few days, it was in a downtrend. It tried to fight back up a little bit, hit some resistance. It's now coming back down. Um, I think, to be honest, you're probably looking at um, if it's going to bounce off. It'll probably bounce off the six one eight fib. Um, that's usually a really good good sign um, in terms of what's happening with. Um, the, the MACD there, um, it's looking like it's getting close to a point of crossing over, which would signal a reversal in trend. And also in terms of the buying range, it's getting, it's kind of currently sitting about 40%. It's dropping down towards kind of 30% is when something's oversold. Um, so it would encourage people to buy it and potentially push the price up. So we're sort of getting there, but it's you, you're going to want to watch it for a little bit and see what's happening with it first rather than jumping in at a specific point. So Where do you think it'll bottom out at? What's I your- think... I'm from what it looks like. Random stab in the dark here. I think Marvin. it's probably going to bounce off the six one eight fib. So, providing I've done my technical analysis correctly, you'd be looking at about twenty nine thousand seven hundred twenty six sats. Um, that's obviously a Bitcoin to to Enigma trade. I was going to say, do you want to do you want to explain the 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 fib bit and everything just to those who don't. Yeah, so essentially what Fibonacci retracement levels are, um, you pick the top and the bottom of kind of the current cycle that the coin's on. Um, And by doing that um, with a Fibonacci retracement, it basically uses a mathematical equation to pick various points where there should be support and resistance. Um, The main reason it works is predominantly because most traders use it. Um, so a lot of the time it sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if everyone thinks it's yeah. going to bounce off the 618 FIB, everyone put their buy orders around that point. Subsequently, when it hits there, it bounces because everyone's put their money in there because that's when they thought it was going to yeah. bounce. So um, it usually happens that way. Um, so a lot of people use the tool. Um, I certainly do. Um, and I find that a lot of the time it does, does perform how you're expecting. Um, but at the end of the day, obviously, with cryptocurrency, it's always a little bit... Um, a bit up in the air, it can suddenly, if something happens or something comes out, uh, you can see a bit of a change, so it does depend. Um, but yeah, generally, that's what, what it is and what people would use it for. Cool. Um, anything else that you want to throw in about um, about it before we, yeah. before we move on? Yeah, so probably the only other thing I want to mention, it's actually the first decentralized app that they're building on the Enigma platform. It's something that I think it's pretty cool, so I just wanted to spend a minute or so talking about it. Basically, what it is, um, it's called Catalyst. So they've obviously got – their main thing is their data marketplace, which is Enigma, but then they're also building applications um, on it. And, yeah, the application they're building is called Catalyst. Um, Basically, what it is, um, it enables you to build algorithmic trading strategies um, to use. Um, So you can essentially, for instance – build it and it will trade on Bittrex or Binance, whatever exchange you've got it to. Um, so you need to know how to use Python coding language, but I believe they're going to offer a service to people that enables them to do it. They do charge a management fee. I think the fee is about 20%, but the forecast returns are kind of between, I think, 80 and 120%. Um, percent. So they essentially will do it and they do it off the RSI, which is that one that I was talking about before that's currently with Enigma sitting at 40, dropping down to 30. And essentially it will buy it around 30, sell it around 70 and just keep doing that, um, which is not. So it's basically enables you to profit off the 
volatility in the cryptocurrency market, which is obviously very evident right. and something that I'd love to be able to do better. Um, so if I could have something <laughs> that did it for me, I'd probably perform an awful lot better than I do now. So, Isn't that the dream for all of us, mate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, cool. So... Um, so is that is that something that's that's live now or something they're building? Do you know um, yeah, so there? on their website you can you can try it. Um, unfortunately, as I don't know how to write Python, um, it's a little bit beyond me at this stage. But it's right. certainly got me looking like that's something I actually would quite like to do. Um, so yeah, if you're a developer, you can go on and use it now. Um, they've got a few videos up that show what they do is they basically trial the strategy against historic data first. Um, yep. and get their points and their information. And then they also show a video of it using it in live trading. So you can see it has the coding on the bottom. It has Bittrex on the top. You can see it placing the orders, selling the orders, and doing all that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's something that looks really interesting that they're doing, um, which I guess is something that probably sets them apart from from icons. So they're not just a data marketplace. They've also got this other aspect as well. Um, they can get quantitative traders coming into cryptocurrency because there's not too many at the moment. Um, because obviously it's quite hard. There's not that much historical data to work off, which makes quantitative analysis difficult. Um, but the way they've done it enables you to go back historically and plan from there. So if they can start getting some of those on board, you're looking at huge financial institutions coming in and doing that. Um, so yeah, that'd be obviously a big step towards mass adoption for, for cryptocurrency in general. Cool. All right, mate. Thank you very much for that again. Um and I, I was going to suggest maybe we throw it open to people and say uh, if they're interested in us tackling a particular coin, then to email us through. Are you yeah. happy with that? Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. That otherwise, it's just me talking about all the stuff I've bought at higher prices <laughs> than it is now. So, um, yeah, no, I think yeah. that's a really good idea. I've yeah, it's obviously it'd be nice to get some community involvement as well in terms of um, yep. obviously, and we it was really handy having the feedback we got from the last podcast. Um, so yep. yeah, just just keep it coming if you can, um, and yeah, any suggestions. Um, I'm always keen to to look at new things um, and new coins, and yeah, it'd be good to I guess try a hand at those ones and see what people think. So yeah, if there's anyone people really want to want us to have a look at, let us know, and we'll certainly certainly consider it so yeah i just want to echo that just to say thanks to all the people that did make some comments um around uh what we should do on the podcast and, and other bits and pieces we should add in um and and believe me we would love to which is gives me the opportunity to say once again that if you can donate something i will put all the addresses in the show notes um pick one of them send it across to us whatever you can donate we we really appreciate. Um, if you would like to get in contact with us, uh, we are on the cryptocurrency. Uh, sorry, cryptocurrency. Anyway, Crypto Conversations Facebook group. So please come and talk to myself or Harvey there. Uh, if you want to email me directly, I am uh, Simon at simondell.com. Harvey, where are you? Where's your um, email address? Oh, it's just a boring personal one. I don't have a fancy business one like you, but um, <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, that's all right. So yeah, I can be got on. Um, so just yeah, my name all lowercase, um, Harvey Jones, and then twenty two, and just at hotmail dot com. So yeah, Perfect. happy to happy to kind of have a chat to people if they've got questions, concerns, that sort of thing. Um, I guess I'll probably drop in. I am a qualified financial advisor, um, but that doesn't mean I'm going to hand out advice for free to everyone because, especially <laughs> with cryptocurrency, it doesn't really always act the same way as everything else. 
Um, and, and it doesn't across borders as well. I don't know what your qualification would mean for people who aren't in Australia and things like no, that. No, exactly. But, um, so perhaps just don't give any advice to anybody, Harvey, other than in this. Oh, well, we're not giving advice right now. So as, as always, <laughs> No, of course own, we're not. Do, yes, do exactly. Uh, yeah, so please don't. This isn't advice. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to our lovely disclaimers. Um, yeah. But yeah, happy to have a chat with people, I should probably oh, say. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> better way of phrasing it all right thanks very much once again um and uh remember donate to us if you can review us if you can and uh share this with friends family complete strangers on the street um and then we'll see you next week so thanks very much thanks so much guys cheers 